0: to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. No. Uh, Listen, I would be applauding me as well. Hold on one more time for the one time. Make sure you're subscribed to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you're following me on the app, formerly known as the Twitter at Big Star Sports with the Z at the end, same as on Instagram. TikTok. Hey, I love doing TikToks. I'm not going to even lie. TikTok is one of my favorite and it occupies so much of my time. Sometimes I think I'd rather watch television than watch. Uh, I mean, I'd rather watch TikTok than, than watch television. Like, I get myself lost. And then sometimes I go and I'm like, oh, what am I paying for cable for again? Like I looked at my wife the other day and I was like, uh, it's nothing on TV. Let me get on TikTok. And so make sure you all subscribe to the. A sports talk with Big Sarge podcast on YouTube at Big Sarge Media. All right. Now, I know that it has been a while since uh, I have done a podcast and, you know, for good reasons. I mean, for those of you all who follow me on social media and follow my work at the Texans Wire USA Today, you know that I have been really busy this NFL season with the Houston Texans and their miraculous run and their, you know, unexpected, surprisingly run to the playoffs, got all the way to the divisional round and lost to the number one seeded Baltimore Ravens. They had a hell of a season. And, you know, later on um this week, we'll break down why no one knew that the Houston Texans would do what they're doing right now. So I also you know, the Rockets have their season going on. They play. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. And so, you know, I've been doing between the Rockets and the Texans and now the Astros with their, you know, free agent signing of the huge reliever that they got in there. They're starting, you know, a new season with a new manager. Dusty Baker is no longer with the Houston Astros. And so Joe Espada is taking over the reins and they're getting ready to start their season. And so I'm going to be busy again. So I've just been, I've just been busy. But on Sunday, I got a chance to just be a football fan. On Sunday, I was just able to sit down and watch football from a fan's perspective. No vested interests. I was at the wild card game when the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Green Bay Packers. My wife was happy, of course, because she's a Green Green Bay Packers fan. And I was there and I was trying to be a fan. but. Really couldn't be a fan because, you know, that was on a Sunday. That Saturday I had watched the Houston Texans and T.J. Stroud, a rookie, blow out the Cleveland Browns. And then I go and watch a, a supposedly MVP caliber quarterback and Dak Prescott just wet the bed against the Green Bay Packers. So I was a fan, but I wasn't a fan that that week. Then the following week I was in Baltimore when the Houston Texans lost to the Baltimore Ravens. So I was working and I wasn't a fan. So on yesterday with the championship games on, I got a chance to be a fan. And I promise you all, I promise you on the next podcast, on the next podcast you're going to get really, really soon, right after this podcast. So make sure you are subscribed to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. After this podcast, I will break down the NFC championship game. I'm sorry. I will break down, excuse me, the AFC the AFC championship game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas city chiefs. And I'll tell you why sometimes being the bully, sometimes being the bully doesn't come with aggressiveness. You don't always have to be an aggressive bully. There's ways to be a bully without being physically intimidating. So we'll definitely talk about that AFC championship game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, congrats to the um, Kansas City Swifties or the Taylor Chiefs as they move on to the Super Bowl. That's going to piss some people off, but, you know, I don't care. That's one of the biggest stories coming out of the Kansas City Chiefs season this year. So, I mean, everybody's seen it. But what I want to do right now, what I want to do is... I'm going to focus on the NFC Championship game between the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Look at me, man. I am such a – look, it's been a while. It's been a while. So please excuse me. Jesus. Come on, Sarge. Get it together. I'm going to focus on the NFC Championship game between the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. That game. Wow, why would I even think that? Huh. Maybe I thought it was going to be the Detroit Lions versus the Kansas City Chiefs after the Detroit Lions went up by 17 points on the San Francisco 49ers. That's neither here nor there, Sars. That's neither here nor there. We'll, we'll we'll get to that. But what I want to do right now is I want to focus strictly on Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit Lions. And You know, before I get there, listen. Yes, I know, and we will talk about the fourth down decisions that he made. Of course, we will. But I want to take—I just want to ask Dan. You know, one one question. I just want to play him one song. this photograph it kind of made me laugh it took me way back back down memory lane dan campbell i want to take you back down memory lane where were you january 2020 like because you were a coach with the New Orleans Saints and you all had lost to the Minnesota Vikings in the wild card game. So I know that you weren't preparing for a game. That that I do know. January 2020, you were not preparing for a game because the New Orleans Saints had lost to the Minnesota Vikings in the wild card game. So I know that you were just a fan as well watching football. In January 2020, there was a game, Dan Campbell between the Houston Texans, and the Kansas City Chiefs. I know you were watching it. You're a former former NFL player. You're an NFL coach. Like, you were watching this game, right? I, I know for a fact, I know for a fact that you were watching this game, Dan Campbell. Do you remember what happened in that game between the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs? The Texans went up on the Chiefs 24 to nothing, 24 to zero. The Houston Texans went up on this perennial powerhouse at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, Dan Campbell. They went up on them 24 to nothing. And then something happened. And then something happened. It was fourth and four. The Houston Texans got into punt formation. They looked like they were about to punt the ball. And Bill O'Brien decided to go for a fake punt. Direct snap to Justin Reed. Justin Reed got two yards. Two, one, two. Fourth and four. Instead of doing the right thing and just punting the ball away, and living to fight another day. Bill O'Brien went for a fake punt. You know what happened after that? After that, Kansas City outscored the Texans 44 to seven. The final score was 51 to 31. After that fourth down play, they outscored them. I'm sorry if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they went up on them 24 nothing. The score is 24-7. Excuse me. The score is 24-7. When they tried to do that dumbass four fake punt on fourth and four, gaining only two yards. And then after that, Patrick Mahomes took over and destroyed the Houston Texans. Outscored them the rest of the game. 44 to 7 and yes there were a whole lot of other factors that went into the Houston Texans losing that game. There were a lot of other factors that I won't get into because I you know frankly this ain't about the Houston Texans fans. I ain't trying to really piss them off today. I I could piss them off other times, but I'm not trying to piss off the Houston Texans fans right now, especially coming off this wonderful season that they just had. Now I hate that I even had to bring this up. I hate that I had to bring up this debacle today. I hate that I had to take the Houston Texas fans back down memory lane. But I had to because fourth and four, Bill O'Brien goes for a fake punt. They don't get it. The Kansas City Chiefs outscore the Houston Texans. Four, what was the score? 44 to seven. Fix my light. I'll score them 44 to seven and, and end the game, winning the game 51 to 31. Sound familiar, Dan? Does it sound familiar? Do you see why I took you back down memory lane for a second? Because on yesterday, on Sunday, when you had the opportunity To continue to score, you decided that you wanted to be Dan O'Brien or Bill Campbell, whichever one you want to be. You decided to do that. And on fourth down, when you should have taken the field goal, you should have taken the points, you decided that you want to go for. You know why? Because I'm Dan Campbell. This is what we are, and this is what we've done the whole year. We, This is Detroit Lions football. Yeah, that's easy to say during the regular season. Yes, I watched you stubbornly continue to try to go for two against the Dallas Cowboys when you should have just kicked the extra point and lived to fight another day. I understand all the times you went for it on fourth down, and that's great. That's great when you are in the regular season. If I'm playing Madden for fun, oh, yeah, I'll go. Hell, I'll, sometimes I'll go for it on fourth and ten, depending on which team I'm playing with. If, I, if I'm playing Madden just for fun against somebody, yes, I'm going to go for it on fourth down. But when I am playing Madden for money, when there's money on the line, I'm taking the points. It's easy for you to go for it on fourth down during the regular season. This is the NFC Championship game, Dan. Who gives a damn what your players going to say if you're taking them to the Super Bowl? If your decision gets them to the Super Bowl, then guess what? Guess what? They can come back and call you softball. Coach, you you didn't stay ten toes down. Coach, you didn't stand on business. Yeah, well, guess what? I just got you an extra check next week. I just got some of you all Super Bowl money. I just got some of you all future endorsements. I don't understand what you were doing or what you were thinking about, Dan Campbell. And yes, there's a whole lot of other things that went into the Detroit Lions losing that game. Yes, I know the fumble. I know the drops. I know the penalty, the huge penalty on the interception even though you all ended up scoring that that was idiotic by garner johnson that almost could have cost him but you are the head coach so everything falls back on you when you make the fourth downs you get the credit when you don't make the fourth downs then you got everybody on get up saying well he did the right decision that's just who they are no no it is in the regular season. It's not in the NFC Championship game. And if this is who you are, Dan Campbell, if this is who you are, if this is what you want your identity to be for your team, then guess what? Don't take the damn field goal at the end of the first half. It looked like it damn near killed you to take that field goal. You looked like you were about to... Just explode on the sideline because you had to send in the field goal unit. But it was the right decision to make. You're on the road. You're in the NFC Championship game with an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. You're up on one of the best teams in the NFL. Look. Cowboys fan, but I'll call it like I said. The San Francisco 49ers are a great team. They have been a great team for the last couple of years. And anytime you can get up on a team like the San Francisco 49ers and you're dominating them and you go into the half leading 24-7 to 7, knowing that they're going to get the ball back and then they get the ball back and they score and then you come down and you say ah. We got a 24-10 lead. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going to go for it on fourth down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I kicked that field goal earlier, but I got to go for it on fourth down. Why? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you put your team in that type of situation knowing, knowing that, one, the San Francisco 49ers can score quick. Kyle Shanahan went into the half and said, "Hey, this ain't working, bro. Hey, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, come here, come here. This is what we're about to do. This is the adjustments that we're going to make." And they came out in the second half and they made them. And you should have known that when you gave up the when, when, when they scored a field goal, on their first drive of the second half. And then you come down and you go for it on fourth down. That's one of the most idiotic moves i ever seen in football. It doesn't make any sense. Well, the analytics... Wait, man, listen. Nah. Bump the analytics. Well, my gut was... Nah. Nah, bro, that's gas. That's gas. Take in the moment of what's going on. Take in the moment of what's going on where you are and where you're trying to get to and it would have been cool if you'd have just did it at one time and then take the points and learn from your mistakes and say well i kicked the field goal i went for it on this sir. we ain't get it Okay, next time if it comes around like that, I'm just going to go ahead and kick the field goal. You know why? Because there's such thing as, and Dan Campbell, you know this, there's such thing as bad karma, bad juju. NFL players will tell you that all the time. NFL coaches will tell you that all the time. Dan Campbell, you have been both. So you know that there's a thing as bad karma and bad juju. If you didn't get it the first time, if you didn't get the fourth down play the first time because of a drop pass, then guess what? Maybe the next time it comes around, be like, nah, I'm not playing with that karma again right now. If I had a guaranteed game to play in the next week, of course, we're on the road. Hey, look, let's go. Let's let's do it. And a lot of you all are saying, "Well, you know they got to keep doing what got them there. Not in the NFC championship game, you don't. not in not not in the NFC championship game you don't. Not trying to be that aggressive. Who are you trying to appease? Who are you trying to who are you trying to please? So what if you would have got criticism for not going for it on fourth down, okay? We got the points. And if it have gotten you to the Super Bowl, then look at what you could have sat back and said. Even if if your kicker misses those two field goals, the field goals were the right decision to make on the road in the NFC Championship game, which is the same thing Bill O'Brien should have did on the road up on the Kansas City Chiefs, Fourth and four, punt the ball away and make them drive down the field. No, you want to give the Kansas City Chiefs a short field, and they made you pay for it, just like San Francisco did to the Detroit Lions on Sunday. Made them pay, but in the second half, made them pay for every mistake they made. And that's what good teams do. That's what teams who have been there before do. Dan Campbell, I get it. You ain't been there before. I got it. I got it. You ain't been there as a head coach. You did an amazing job turning that Detroit Lions uh, organization around. You changed the culture at Detroit. But do you know what you could have done if you would have just kicked the field goals? You would have just kicked the field goals. It would have been a whole lot different if you'd have took the Detroit Lions to the Super Bowl. But to me, I could just hear it in the back of your mind. I can hear it in the back, back of your, back of your head, Dan Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. I don't know the rest. I just know mom spaghetti, sweater covered in mom spaghetti. I don't know. You got lost in the moment, bro. Lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. Opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Hey, guess who said that? Eminem. Guess where he's from? Detroit. I know you've heard that song on numerous occasions. If you hadn't, you wouldn't have came to your... Post-game press conference say, I told the guys that, you know, that may have been our one shot. Well, if if it was that one shot, you blew it. You missed it. You took the one bullet they had in the gun and you shot it in the air instead of shooting it at the enemy. You blew it. Your palms were sweaty. Knees weak. Arms were heavy. You blew it, Dan Campbell. And every day... Until the season starts again, you're going to have to relive the, these moments that you made over and over and over and over again. It's on you, Dan, uh, Dan O'Brien. It's on you, Bill Campbell. You should have known that, hey, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me pump my brakes here. I've seen this before. I watched the Houston Texans take on the Kansas City Chiefs, and that four, that one fourth down play changed the whole trajectory of the game. Now, before I get out of here, before I get out of here. I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. Get them crossing the line today. The hate be so real. The love be fake. Be bumping their gums and bumping my tape. I got time today. I got time today. I just looked at my risk and I have time today. You know what I have time for? Not only do I have time for Dan Campbell, I got time for you too, Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. And Hey, listen, I'm an Aaron Glenn fan. I'm an Aaron Glenn fan. He comes... From from the H, has a great family. He was a very good player in the NFL. I have nothing personally against Aaron Glenn. I like Aaron Glenn. I like what his brother has done for Houston Athletics. And now I think, if I'm not mistaken, down in Willis. If, I think he's the athletic director down in Willis. Like everything that the Glens represent, I am an Aaron Glenn fan but I would be doing you all a disservice if I didn't talk about Aaron Glenn because for just as much as this loss is on Dan Campbell and the, the decisions that he made and for just as much as this loss is on the way Jared Goff performed and for in the second half and for just as much as this loss is on Jamar Gibbs for fumbling for the receivers dropping passes it's on the defense as well. The San Francisco 49ers in the second half touched the ball six times. Six. Six possessions in the second half. This was the end result of those possessions. Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, And then they kneeled the ball to end the game. They didn't have to. They probably would have scored again. Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown. 7, 14, 21, 24. Aaron Glenn, your defense gave up 27 points in the second half. That's on you. When we look at the first half stats, the 49ers had 131 total yards. They averaged 4.7 yards per play. In the second half, the 49ers had 282 yards, 27.7.4 yards per play. 7.4 yards per play in the second half. You know what that means? That means that averaging seven yards, you're in a lot of second and shorts, third and shorts. And they took the opportunity to score on every possession they had in the second half. That is on you, Aaron Glenn. You're the defensive coordinator. You should have went in and made the necessary adjustments knowing that you're going up against an offensive guru in Kyle Shanahan, who, by the way, will make some very bad decisions when it comes to time management and play calling, if you continue to put the pressure on him. This is on you, Aaron Glenn. You could have helped your team out so much by just making the necessary adjustments. Now, look, I understand. I get it. You can't, you you couldn't predict that a pass would bounce off a player's head into Brandon Ayuk's arms. Uh, uh, Excuse me. Let me make sure because some of you all may not have watched the game, so let me do my due diligence. Aaron Glenn, you couldn't have predicted that the pass from Brock Purdy was going to bounce off of one of the Lions defensive backs, off their face mask, pop into the air into Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, hand to put them in the red zone. You couldn't have predicted that it was going to be, you know, 40, 50 yard pass. That should have been intercepted. That ball should have been intercepted. But what did I say earlier? Bad karma, bad juju. It was destined to happen because your coach set it in motion. Your head coach, Dan Campbell, set that type of stuff in motion. The drops, he set that type of stuff in motion. A lot of you are going to be like, Sarge, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I can't believe that you make these type of comments. Hey, go ask professional athletes how much they believe in karma, how much they believe in quote-unquote juju is what they like to call it sometimes. Set it in motion. So, when the ball bounced off his face mask into Brandon Ayuk's arms, I said, Oh, turn to my wife and say, Yeah, they definitely about to lose this game. Too many things are happening going the right way for the 49ers right now. Jamar Gibbs, fumble. Remember that fumble? Too many things set in motion. Too many. But, Aaron Glenn, you do not get to get away from not being criticized for what you did. Like what you did what 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 you did Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell what y'all did to the uh city of Detroit for the state of Michigan you caused emotional damage. Oh my goodness. You don't know all the players who had already had their trips set to Vegas to watch The Lions versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You done cost some people some money, Dan Campbell, Aaron Glenn, and you've caused emotional damage. Oh, yes, Lord. Now, for that, hey, like I said on social media, and this is probably only going to be only to my Detroit folks. They're the only ones who probably going to really get this or, you know, you really got to be in another world in order to get this. Hey, Dan Campbell, don't be surprised if Trick Trick show up somewhere and say, hey, I need to talk to you, Dan. Oh, uh, well, I mean, you just uh you do. I'm Trick Trick. Yeah, uh, uh no problem, Mr. Trick Trick. What you want to talk about? You know what I want to talk about, Dan? You talk about how you led the city of Detroit now. Let's talk about it. Let's let's go over here in this booth over here and talk about it, Dan. Hey, you know what? Put Aaron on speakerphone. Tell him I'll be in Houston here soon. I'm going to need to talk to him as well. Man, I'm telling you, with the decisions that were made by Dan Campbell and the the lack of adjustments made by Aaron Glenn, you all showed that, you know, you ain't you weren't you the moment got too big for it. The moment definitely got Too big for you. Your palms were sweaty. Knees weak. Arms were heavy. You've been tuning to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at Big Sarge Sports with the Z at the end. Follow me on Instagram at the same thing. Make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel at Big Sarge Media and follow me on TikTok at Big Sarge Media. This has been fun. Now I'm gonna get ready to come right back so we could talk about. This AFC championship game where the Baltimore Ravens was that one dude that you hate going out with to the club, because you know, he's going to start a fight no matter what. He that one dude that's going, that just, you can't tell nothing to like, man, no, man, look, this ain't the place to be doing all that, bro. You don't have to be no physical bully here, man. Just walk in, have a good time, man. Meet you some nice young ladies, talk to them, converse with them. The drinks here are very good, reasonable. They got good food here. No need for you to do what you did previously, walk in and take your shirt off. For what? It's not that type of place. We're going to talk about how the Baltimore Ravens, Walked in, in into the club, took their shirt off, ready to fight, and got kicked out. I'm out. work. Hard work. Hard work. Uh, hard work.